Are you looking for an inspiring listen? Something to motivate you? You've come to the right place. I'm Jan Johnson, your host. Welcome to Women of the Northwest, where we have conversations with ordinary women leading extraordinary lives. Women telling their stories and sharing their passions. Motivating, inspiring, compelling. He was in that in-between space trying to figure out what she wanted to do in life when, of all places, she was having blood drawn and her conversation with the phlebotomist triggered her career choice. She's enrolled at Cal Maritime to receive her major in marine transportation. She just spent 90 days interning on an oil taker and loved it. She will receive her Merchant Mariner license at the end of her four-year studies. Welcome, Erin. Best today I have Erin Holty with me. Hi, Erin. Hi, Jim. Erin <laughs> has chosen an interesting profession, mm-hmm. and I thought maybe she could share that with us. So how do you decide to get started? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, like, long story short, um, I realized that I wanted to work on the water in some capacity, um, it started with like a love for tall ships mm. and sailing tall ships, mm. like the Lady Washington. Yeah. And so uh, then from there, uh, COVID happened. Um, well, okay. Prior to that, I was going to enlist in the Coast Guard. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, they rejected me. And then COVID happened. And well, I guess that was their loss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'd like to think so. Um, so, yeah, I didn't have a job. I was just living with my mom here and that in between place. Yeah. And I was feeling really stuck and I just didn't know what to do. And uh, I went and I was at the time getting into Clotsop Care's CNA program Mm. because I just needed something to do. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't really want to do this, but I know it's something I could do and like would feel okay doing. Yeah. uh, I went and got my blood drawn and the phlebotomist was talking to me about how she loves commercial fishing. And I told her that I love being out on the water too. And I hated the CNA program. So if you (laughs) feel like you want to like be out there on the water, you should do it. So immediately after getting my blood drawn and talking to her, uh, I called my dad and I was like, I'm serious. I want to like do something. I don't know if it's at Mertz or another program or like a Maritime Academy like he went to. But from there, I applied to Cal Maritime and they accepted me and I'm two years in. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Isn't it kind of neat how just you can be at that place and then just one person just says Mm -hmm. like that thing that you know yeah you just know that's it was really wild and I like to include that when I tell people because it's so vivid like I'm just sitting there and she had such a hard time like finding the vein and like I'd almost passed out and so she's like talking to me to keep me alert and awake and I was like oh my she's right like blood loss like like epiphany and I was like yes this is it she's right so okay so you enrolled in the program what what kind of classes do you have to take Yeah, so for my major, which is marine transportation, which I think is most, like, decky majors Mm -hmm. um, out there at other maritime academies, we take a bunch of gen eds because we're a part of the CSU system. But then on top of those, we take, like, navigation classes, Mm -hmm. like terrestrial navigation, celestial Mm -hmm. navigation. Um, 
we take. Just in case the sky is clear and you can actually see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yes, exactly. And I think, yeah, we take a lot of like boat handling classes. I take like a very intro marine engineering program. So I kind of know how all the systems work. Um, what else? I take a lot of uh, classes that go over cargo handling mm. and a lot of classes that kind of touch uh, like the economics that kind of surround shipping because it's such like a right yeah it's like the what's the it's in the middle it's not the beginning or the end but uh-huh, it's the, yeah. the way so yeah yeah i take those classes as well so huh how many women are in this program um in my school which combines all the majors i think we're at like 17 percent women mm. out of like uh I think we're just under 900 students. Hmm. So, yeah, there's not many of us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was what I was supposed I think it's even less out in like the actual workforce because I think when you look at the workforce, it's not just nationally, it's like globally because it's like a, an international mm-hmm. business. So, I think it's even less. Do you feel now that you're in it a little bit like it's something you would just recommend to all kinds of gals? Yeah. I mean, what kind of a person do you need to be to? I think I think women would do really well cuz you know you're in like these small spaces with people you just see every day and I feel like I don't know being a woman like just having like that intuition and like that spatial awareness and like that sort of thing is really good um that sense of community Yeah, oh mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. And so I think it's definitely a special kind of person just because it's so male-dominated right now. Mm -hmm. But I think if, like, more women were in the industry, it would open up that feeling much more. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, describing it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think the only thing that people struggle with is being gone for so long. So, I mean, having, like, that community on board is important because, like, those are the only people you see. Well, they're they're people you depend on, too. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and I think, yeah, there's just a lot of, a lot of men out there, and a lot of like men from like an older generation. Who do you think has the better level of getting along with a female in their midst? The older guys or the younger ones, or the or the older ones thinking, "What the heck are you doing here? You should be home cooking, <laughs> making cookies or something." <laughs> I was really lucky that the ship I was just on this summer, everyone was so nice and like the captain that I had, like his, he had met his wife at school. And so he kind of knew like what she had gone through. And so he was like sympathetic to that Mm -hmm. and was like explaining to me that like it used to be much worse and like it still can be way worse. And I was like, oh, I was very prepared for it to be way worse. So um, I don't know if there's like a specific like person age that is more accommodating i think it's probably just like how they grew up and like how women play a role in their lives right i would think that that would be changing yeah i think so too i'd like to think so you know yeah as more women come out in the industry yeah so i mean you're kind of a a little bit of a pioneer you know (laughs) i mean you know as far as starting in a role that's not traditionally Mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely not Uh traditional but yeah it's really cool to me all of the women that came before me yeah yeah they're really cool (laughs) like so get on the ship describe the ship what you did on there what what was that like yeah so this summer um i did it's my after my sophomore year you do your commercial shipping um so you're basically like an intern and uh i interned on a tanker with crowley 
They're a crewing company, sorry. Okay. Um, so they crew through a union. So the, all the crew on my ship were via union. And I worked on a tanker. So they just carried oil around the West Coast, which was super, it was a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Um, we just went from Long Beach to Anacortes, Washington, uh, Klatskanai, and Portland. Mm. Mm. Yep, mm. just a big loop. And then you deliver each place, so you're picking up? Or yeah. Yeah. For the most part, it was a lot of delivering to Long Beach and then a lot of picking up in Anacortes, delivering to Portland, uh, and picking up in Klotzkanai. But there were always, you know, sometimes we'd pick up in Long Beach and then deliver yeah. to Anacortes yeah. or, like, pick up from Portland and deliver that so it's kind of a deliver, delivery truck type of thing. Mm-hmm. Only yeah, the, right? it's like wherever the charter wants you to go whatever they need and i have no idea how money works like at that level of like how much oil we're moving and like because there was one instance where we were in portland we had just discharged all of this diesel on into portland and then like we got a call later and they're like we want you to like load diesel like load the diesel you just discharged and we're like, mm, okay uh, so okay <laughs> yeah i have no idea how like, yeah money yeah. moves like that but yeah. i <laughs> that's just the way it is and it's the job so so what's your daily routine like in when you're on the boat yeah as a cadet um they had me just on like Waking up for breakfast, 7.30, and then I'd go up to the bridge and be on watch. I'd stand watch with the mates that were on watch in the mornings, um, then lunch in the afternoon, and then whatever kind of day work we had in the afternoon, which is whatever they needed me to do. So when you're standing and watch, are you daydreaming, or what are you doing? What are you mm. looking for? <laughs> well, I don't think on the West Coast, there's not a lot of traffic. There's not a lot of anything going on. Um so, like, when there is traffic, it's pretty exciting, but they're never – they're usually not anywhere close to us just because there's so much space out in the Pacific. Yeah. But, um, yeah, on watch, there's certain things we have to do. Like, um, if we can, we take, like, an azimuth of the sun, which is just – which is just – it's getting your location based on the sun's location. Oh, okay. And it gives you, uh, like, a compass error. Yeah. Uh, so we try to do that just to make sure that all of the compasses are working and we'll do like comparisons of the GPSs, make sure all the radars are working. So mm-hmm. there's just tests you do and you log every watch. Um, and then otherwise, yeah, you're just looking out the window. <laughs> just making sure. Looking for fish. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a lot of whales, a lot of dolphins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you get to fish fires? Uh, we were going too fast to fish, but they do sometimes fish. Yeah. So, yeah. I heard yeah. that they've caught some I don't know what, maybe halibut when they were in Alaska. Yeah. So when you go back to school, then what's what happens next? What do you... Yes. So I'll have my junior year coming up. I have a lot more like maritime focused classes now, a lot more ship handling, boat handling classes. And then next summer, I'll have my senior cruise on the Golden Bear. Um, so your freshman cruise, you're kind of acting like an AB or like a deckhand. Mm-hmm. And then your senior cruise, you're acting more of like the mate on watch, which is what we would do when we graduate. So like we're in charge of like the navigation and, you know, handling the ABs or the freshmen. So yeah. Because now you're the upper class. Yeah, now it's yeah. my job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> you got a little seniority on there. Exactly. Uh, Let me tell you how it's done. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, if they're doing it wrong, it's not good to like let them practice bad habits. So Right. Exactly. Um, and then after senior cruise, I'll go into my final 
semester, my senior semester. And then when I finish that in January, I'll take my Coast Guard exams and mm. get my license. <laughs> and your license too? Uh, it'll be a so. third May unlimited license. Okay. Just, it's like my uh, Merchant Mariner credential. My okay. MC. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so do you think you want to stay on that kind of ship or you're looking at different kind of sh- yeah. ships or what? I had a good experience on tankers and I had a good experience with that company. So it's definitely something that I think about heavily. There's a lot of like opinions coming at you about right. companies to work for, unions to apply to, you know, work even if you should sail. So there's a lot of like chatter just coming at you all the time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's hard. And there's so many options. So yeah, I don't know. So how's the pay for a job like that? Um, it's around, I mean, it depends on what you do, but like for third mates that I was working with, I think before taxes, it was like around $105,000. So like, it's not shabby. mm -mm, I think they take around like $80,000, $80,000 home. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's somewhere around there. And I think they're, they're on like the lower paid end. Mm. So I think it could only go up from there. Yeah. And it, yeah, it depends on what kind of ship you work on and who you're working for and yeah. that sort of thing. So, and so where do you think you'll end up landing? I mean, like to live or your base, where's your base going to be? Um, I don't know if it's going to be like here in Astoria because I love it here. I, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely my home, but. I don't know. Uh, Washington also sounds nice, but mm-hmm. definitely like the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, not California. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, Washington has no uh, income tax, which is a... That is huge. Huge thing for yes. the Mariner. So. Yeah. How long are you usually off? Yeah. So this last, the summer, I was out for 88 days and I just got my two days to make it 90. So that was very exciting. Um, but I mean... It's up to you and your relief. So it's just you and one other person just constantly like cycling on and off. Oh, I see. So like it can be anywhere from like 45 to like 90 days. So it's kind of just what you guys decide. Uh huh. So I think a lot of people go for like 70-ish. Yeah. Just um, so you can keep when the year Some rolls over. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 90 is a long time, but 45 is just like a little not enough time to get into a groove. Uh-huh. Um, but you want the months to like roll over so not one person is just missing the holidays all the time, which is what 60 right. days gives you. Yeah. So it's just right. It's kind of finding that sweet spot and then, you know. Yeah. And then um how much time do you have off? Well, so your time off is the same. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. back to back. So yeah. it's kind of a oh, yeah, it's usually that's sweet. 50, 50. Yeah. So you're working like six months out of the year basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a good salary. That yeah, sounds... yeah, yeah. And every uh, day you work, you get a day of vacation. So when you get off, you just get this huge vacation check. Bummer. I know. <laughs> just a huge check in your account. And you're like, what do I do with this? Uh, pay back my loans. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> like, what are you going to buy? And I'm like, my loans. I'm going to buy them right. away from me. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Save for a house and get something. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You buy your mom's house. <laughs> yeah. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she would like. <laughs> yeah, that'd be slick, wouldn't it? Yeah. So what do you do in your free time? What do you enjoy doing? My free time when I'm not at, when school, you're not or... at school. you're not doing anything. What kind yeah. of hobbies do you have? Yeah, when I come home, I like to see all the people 
in my life. Like, that's just one of my favorite things to do is just to catch up with them and see what's been going on. Your relationship person. Yeah, yeah, which just makes this kind of career hard, but also special in a way. But um, I love hiking, too. I love being outside. Uh I love kayaking, being out on the water in a non- commercial way <laughs> closer down yeah, to the water yeah, although there's less the water while less stakes so like being in the water and it's not like a bad thing yeah um <laughs> yeah yeah i love just being outside it's really nice yeah what is the the most difficult thing about that job i mean besides the part where you're gone <laughs> right you miss things um i think there's just so much to learn there's so much to know it's overwhelming um, so I think if you, you know, have somebody in a higher position than you that doesn't want to take the time to like yeah. explain things to you or instruct mm-hmm. you or teach you, I think that could make like be incredibly difficult. And that's in any job mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I was really lucky. Everyone was super nice and they were like, oh, we know about cadets. Like we know that you have to hold their hand a little bit. And so, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was good. But yeah, there's just... So much to know and so but much to But knowing that, doesn't that make you better when you're kind of training the, the younger yeah. kids to just go, you know, look, I want to make sure you know, because they're mm-hmm. telling me if I'd have known this, it made life oh, even yeah, easier. yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. I feel a lot more confident, like, pointing out and, like, instructing people than, yeah. you know, just sitting quiet and letting them do a bad job because that's not acceptable. Right. And yeah. I think the same thing, I saw the same thing with my daughter nursing mm-hmm. at OHSU and also my son in welding. Oh, yeah. Know, and trying to train other welders is like, you know, somebody told me this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I saved a lot of grief. And, yeah. yeah. Would have made life easier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, do you need a lot of strength to do that job? Um, I mean, like, luckily I had all of these people around me that were pretty strong um but you don't pull the um could you do this for me (laughs) (laughs) i think maybe i did like one or twice like once or twice (laughs) i was like uh it's just like a little heavy for me but um there's always like work around ways like if you're not like there's always just things you can do to like make it like easier uh like one thing that comes to mind specifically is when on the tanker when we'd connect the hoses We'd have to make sure the bolts were really tight. And so I'd always, like, I'd tighten them. And then the guys would always come around and, like, tighten behind me because I could never get as tight as them. Yeah, but yeah. it's just something where you would, like, add another wrench on and you'd give it more torque. Like, uh-huh. it would just give you more leverage yeah. and I could get it just as tight as them. So yeah. it's just there's always something that you yeah. can do to, like, kind yeah. of help yourself. So, yeah. 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 I, being Not being strong enough. <laughs> yeah. You just learn the tricks of the trade, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's yeah. never an excuse. So Yeah, yeah, because if you're the only one there at that time or something, mm-hmm. you have to make it happen. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. So this is something you'd recommend for people to look into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it's a really good way to, one, like, you get a degree, a bachelor's degree, which is so nice. Like, I just never pictured that for myself. And then it's also, like, semi-trade school where it's, like, hands-on mm-hmm. and you get to learn new yeah. things. And, yeah, the people you meet there are super cool. Yeah. Like everyone is just, I don't know, you people that have no experience, you have people that have a lot of experience on the water, like, people who sail every day, people who have never t- looked at the ocean. It's cool uh, to, like, watch everyone come together yeah. and learn. Oh, that's awesome. So where would a person find out how to get into something like this? Mm-hmm. Just uh, for like the Maritime Academy specifically, Cal Maritime, 
they have a website. I don't know if you can yeah. Google Cal Maritime. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like the yeah. first thing that pops up. But like there's different maritime yeah. programs all over, like Mertz for Clatsop right. Community College. Mm-hmm. And I think there's another one like up in the Puget Sound, like in Seattle. I think they yeah. have a smaller one as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Just in. Because mm-hmm. even with the, you know, you wouldn't have to be tanker. You could be a cruise ship. You oh, could yeah. be oh, yachts yeah. or mm-hmm. any you other tugs. kind of things. Yeah, you can do. Or, yeah, Just right? about any. Yeah, there's so many options. That's the other thing I didn't realize because I just have my dad as a frame of reference and uh-huh. he <laughs> there's so many options. Oh, what does he do? He was the captain of the Oregon responder oh, when I was okay. here. Yeah. So they were dockside most of my life and it's a pretty small ship in terms of vessels. And uh-huh. yeah, I just like had oil cleanup as <laughs> like just my frame of reference but yeah getting into school and everything and seeing just how many like different kinds of ships there are and like all the different things they do and, yeah yeah it's cool there's yeah. something for everyone i think so. all right very good well thank you Erin. thank you <laughs> if you enjoyed this or any other of my podcast episodes it would be amazing if you would take a few minutes to leave a review so others can find it Transcripts are available on my website at jan-johnson.com. Please join me again next week.